believe in love Girl, you got my hopes all up When I left you, when I met you I called mom and told about it I got all up on your IG And was scrolling down for hours I got back to 2015 And you started looking young So I stopped Post intercourse when you walk by More buns than a shop, right? Hey, you wanna sleep on my crib? Let me go and get you a soft t-shirt Here, what are our kids gonna be like? What is your skin routine like? Girl, just roll around bed with me I'll flirt with you all cleverly I'll lock you down, Pat Beverly I'll kiss your breasts all tenderly What's up? How are you so hot and cute? I wanna make a language up with you You're already driving me crazy What is good, my Jews? It is Friday. It is College Decision Day. We got a little College Decision Day special episode for you guys. This is episode nine of The Locker Room. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus. Let me kick it over to my co-host, Justin Kappelmaster. What's going on, Cappy? What is up, Locker Room Nation? Thanks, Johnny. We got a great interview for you guys today. Going to be talking about some of the colleges and how we committed. Let me send it over to my boy, Maxie, in his new basement. Maxie, what's up? What's up? Not necessarily a new basement, but definitely a new setup. Um, now, now that I'm in, uh, in my basement, I got all my uh, actually I got all my bar mitzvah pictures up here. I got a fellow fellow Jew of John Shire with my face over it, so that made me oh, smile a little nice, bit. Nice. A lot of a lot of Mets memorabilia. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to uh, to talk to Gabby. You know, she started this company at a very young age, and kind of see how she was able to turn this. Uh, this passion into a business. So before we get into the interview with Gabby, we do want to tell our stories about how we picked our colleges. Um, our stories are kind of a little different, but I think we're going to give it a maxi first to start us off. You want to tell us your little story? Yeah. So, I mean, I played sports in high school, not hockey, wasn't going to school for sports. Maybe if I was a little taller and athletic and maybe <laughs> for me, my brother went to Cornell. So that was, that was a big thing. My dad, went to Cornell Law. So like Cornell is kind of in the family. So I basically blindly applied um, early decision to Cornell. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Office reference. Before here and back, I was looking into other options as to where to apply. Turns out I ended up getting like the guaranteed transfer after a year. But um, I visited Lehigh during Lehigh Lafayette, which if you don't know is a big rivalry and it's a uh, week long bender when you're a student there. So I go there for, for that week and had an unbelievable time just as senior in, senior in high school, go, visiting a college, visited a few, few people that were at Lehigh and had an absolute blast. And after that, I was like, this is where I want to go. It's perfect. You know, it's a good school, not great sports, but they ended up beating Duke, who, as I grew up a big fan at the time, I hated, hated Lehigh. It's ironic that I ended up going there. But uh, yeah, that's that's it. I'll send it over to Kat. Thanks, Maxie. Great story. Uh, gonna make mine pretty brief. So just playing hockey. Uh, Laz and I obviously our last year of eligibility in Wichita Falls. Just trying to figure out the best school to go to and, and offer me the, the most money that I could because my parents don't make uh, a lot of money to begin with. They work constantly, um, you know, seven to five every day. So thankfully, I was able to get. Uh, commitment to Ferris State. I was talking to a few schools, them in Alabama, Huntsville, and I went to Ferris and they were able to offer me a full ride. And, and I, I absolutely loved it. And I never looked back and I had a great three years there and um, things didn't work out. I decided to transfer. And when I was deciding to transfer and was on the portal, um, Robert Morris was a big school that had a lot of interest in me. And I had some 
uh, type references with the assistant coach, Michael Gershon, you know, went on a visit there, quick visit for the day. Absolutely loved it and uh, signed and had a great senior year. So that's where my story is. And let me kick it over to my buddy, Johnny, who had a nice transfer story as well. Very brief cap. Very brief. It was somewhat (laughs) brief. I'll try to keep mine a little briefer, (laughs) but, uh, briefer. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not a word, but, um, who cares about that? So shows my college education, right? So, uh, I was playing with in Texas with Cappy. I was talking to UMass. I went to the school visit. I loved it. It was close to home. My parents would come to every game, and that was a huge factor for me. I wanted. I know how much my dad and my mom loved watching me play, so I really took that into consideration. And you know, fortunately for me, my first year and a half, they came to every single game, and then I kind of didn't really play a lot my sophomore year, and I wanted a better opportunity for myself playing wise. Even though I loved UMass, loved all the guys, so I transferred to Mercyhurst University without ever even looking at it. Probably a dumb decision back in the day that I didn't even look at the college I was transferring to. But I'm very happy that I got another opportunity to play Division One hockey. And the rest is history. I enjoyed my time there. And um, I do want to say, Laz, when we were playing in Wichita um, and I ended up committing to Ferris, um, I remember your parents came up and we had a lot of conversations. And you were just like, man, I just don't know. Like, I don't think Division One's going to happen. Like, I just don't think it's happened. And I clearly remember me i kept telling you you and your parents i'm like bro like it's gonna happen like just be patient and it happened and you had a great college career i don't know about a great college career but definitely hey, very I've, fortunate. Hey, I've seen i've seen worse college careers that's true definitely very fortunate <laughs> but um with all that being said i'm really happy to share this interview with you guys gabby is a friend of mine and very impressive that she started her own company at age 17 she's an entrepreneur now and she's working for tommy hilfiger currently and I think you guys will really enjoy this. So let's send it over to Gabby. Let's do it. This interview is brought to you by Dude Robe. Just imagine if a hoodie and a robe had a kid. That's Dude Robe. It's sweatshirt on the outside with absorbent, comfy material on the inside. Dude Robe is the first bathrobe designed specifically for guys and the only bathrobe to ever appear on Shark Tank. I love wearing my Dude Robe around the rink after a hard day at practice, and it's the first thing I put on every Sunday morning to lay on the couch and watch sports all day. Tons of pro athletes and NBA superstars like Giannis, Zion, Kyrie Irving, and Trey Young are all rocking their dude robes in the locker room. We love our dude robes, and because we know you will too, we've got an exclusive 20% off discount code for all of our listeners. Just go to www.duderobe.com and type in LAKE, L-A-T-K-E, at checkout to get your dude robe at 20% off. This girl was bat mitzvah at Orami Synagogue and grew up in Lafayette Hill, Pennsylvania, or as everyone in PA says, 20 minutes outside of Philly. She graduated from Plymouth White Marsh High School in 2015 and then went on to spend four years at the University of Florida where she majored in psychology and graduated in 2019. When she was 17 years old, she started her own company called Tailgate Tees by Gabby, but is now known as just By Gabby. She is now working as an assistant buyer for Tommy Hilfiger, but she is also a very successful entrepreneur. We are very excited to ha- have her on. Welcome to the Locker Room Podcast, our friend, Gabby Finkel. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. We're very excited to have you. <laughs> first first intro that I fucked up and had to restart, so thanks <laughs> thanks to Gabby for, for calling me out on that one. I'm sorry. I had to. Yeah, it's all good. So what's been going on? How's your quarantine going? Where are it's you? fine. I'm in New York City, but I've been going back and forth from Philly to New York because I Why? can't I can't be with my family in Philly for that long. I love them, but I just can't. 
Shout out to the family there. I love them. I love them so much. But they would agree. I think they're happy that I've been getting out a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's like a lot. Like, I have two brothers. And at one point, my parents are empty nesters. Now, like, we're all back. It's just, I don't think anyone's thrilled. So I've been going back and forth from New York and Philly. And it's fine. I'm with you. I'm honestly yeah. 100% with you. I left home at 15. So coming back and spending time with your family, it's like, all right, like, two weeks. Right. And, like, let, let me get the fuck out of here. No, and, like, I love them to death, but, like, it's just I, I don't need to be living with them again. <laughs> I know. Gabby, I'm, ass- I'm assuming uh, Lafayette Hill was a pretty Jewish area, but tell us a little bit about it. Um, was your family religious? Did you guys celebrate Passover and stuff growing yeah. up? It, it is a really Jewish area, but in my mind, it's, like, more stereotypically, like, culturally Jewish than yeah, yeah, yeah. religious. We went – we're Reformed Jews, my family, but – like, growing up, I guess, like, my mom always wanted us to, like, really celebrate the holidays, go to um, synagogue, and, like, we were really, like, against her for it. I mean, like, <laughs> like, just probably, like, everyone was. Like, we would just text her from from Hebrew school being, like, pick us up, like, a miserable, starving, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. and, like, and we kind of, like, forced her out of it, and, like, I kind of feel bad now, but, mm-hmm. you know, we do, like, the basic stuff we had a zoom stater and stuff but we don't even belong to a synagogue anymore it's sad but like it's more we're definitely culturally jewish just i wouldn't say we're so religious you know i think that's how most people are as you get older though like we don't belong to a temple really anymore yeah so like after the bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs it's like Mm -hmm. i don't know when the last time i was at a fucking friday night service yeah (laughs) no it's like a nice community, obviously. I'm happy I'm Jewish. It's just I, would, I don't love like sitting in synagogue. No. Well, just the religious side, yeah. Like, and yeah. I think I think that's a huge thing with with birthright too. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of feel more like spiritually connected to Israel and everything, but you don't necessarily feel more of like the sure. religious sure. stuff. Yeah. Completely. I'm in it. I'm in it for the. I'm in it for the Jewish food. That's it. Agreed. That's why I'm in the road. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so Gabby, tell us about your bat mitzvah. Um, I tell everybody that mine was an absolute rager. So, did you have a theme, or do you remember anything specific okay, from back so then? I had a theme, and it literally was the most culturally like Jappy Jew girl I'll <laughs> ever think of. It was camp. Like, oh if it my was, god! If it wasn't like Jewish enough, I had to do camp. I sent Johnny some pictures you can look, but they're, it's mm-hmm. hilarious. Like, oh, we're going to post them. We're going to post yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> like every table was like its own activity. So it's like <laughs> water skiing, like, like making s'mores, rope burn, color war, like all these like crazy activities. And it was funny because at the time I was doing cheerleading and I was like, I think I was the only Jewish person on the whole team. And I invited them all. Like they were like my really, really close friends at the time. They're probably like dying at everything. Like they're just like, what is what is this? Like, it's so funny. But so that was my theme. Me and I invited like all my friends over. You know how bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs you wear socks? Like you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you take your shoes off. Yeah, yeah. Especially girls, I guess, because they're in heels. Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, Coke and Pepsi. You're like sliding there. (laughs) (laughs) I had like friends over, and we hand tie dyed like all these socks and like hung them on a line, and I sent Johnny one of the pictures. It's so funny. We just went – it was so OD. My butt so it was, like, amazing. I loved it. It was so great. Mm-hmm. So you but mentioned – Apparently, oh, no, go ahead. my mom at the end of the night being, like – I mean, it was really fun, but, like, I wish I had a kid's party instead. She, like, won't let me forget that. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean kid's party? Like, like just kids. Like, I had, like, all my parents. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. They're so mad at me for that, so – 
So you mentioned you mentioned you uh, were in cheerleading for a little bit, and you were the only Jew on your cheerleading team. Was that difficult? Like from our standpoint, like Laz and I have been on so many like different hockey teams, where we're the only Jewish person on the team. Mm-hmm. I like in the time I didn't I didn't think it was difficult at all. I like mm-hmm. I've grown up with a lot of different people. Like my area is Jewish, I guess, but I always had not Jewish friends. Um, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. It was like it was fun. It was Bro, like cause what, different than like my school friends and whatever. It was nice to have like yeah, different yeah. groups. What sleepaway camp did you go to, Gabby? I went to Saginaw. It's not very popular. Oh, okay. You know it? I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. I've heard of it. It's more like, I feel like there's Philly camps, like Quebec, Saginaw, Nakamixon, like different than Long Island camps, in my, I think. When did you first become passionate about fashion? Um, like, I don't really, like, remember an exact time, but as a kid, like, growing up, I always would, it's, like, so embarrassing now because I still have them, but... There's, like, all these, like, drawings, like, that were horrible. But, like, I always loved, like, clothes and drawing and being creative and that. But I never, like, really thought of it as a career path for me. I just never even, like, in my mind, it's not so popular. So, in my mind, I, I didn't think of it like that. And then it kind of just grew and grew, and I'm so happy I'm doing it now. Like, I couldn't imagine being in any other industry. I was going to say, yeah, it, it feels like a lot of the way businesses get started is it first starts off as a hobby, and then mm-hmm. the hobby becomes. Totally. Because, like, if you're not in it because you love it, then it's probably not going to work anyway. Yeah, for sure. So, Gabby, when did you come up with the idea for the company, and can you tell us a little bit about how you got started? Mm-hmm. And then did you ever imagine it being as big as it is now? You can ask anyone in my family. They die from the story because I just – Literally had like a ton of college t-shirts. I was a senior in high school and I visited a million schools like everyone does. And I had like big college t-shirts because of course I needed to go to the bookstore and get a shirt when I was at every school. And I was like using them as sleeping shirts mostly. But then I was literally just bored because I had like easy class the senior year, second semester. It was like December or something. I started like cutting them up and putting acid wash. Like a lot of my clothes are acid washed. I don't know if you guys saw on my website. But it's like the tie-dye kind of look. Yeah. And I, like, sent them to my friends just just because. They were like, wait, we, I need that. Like, make us. <laughs> I was like, okay, like, sure. I was so bored, like, doing nothing. I'm like, absolutely. So I made them stuff. And then I don't really know why, but I posted it on Instagram. And, like, everyone, like, freaked out. Because also now there's a million companies that do it. But back then I was probably the first or maybe the second. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. probably the first everyone's freaking out they're like i want this i want this so i made like a business instagram and i was literally sitting on the floor in this in my guest bedroom cutting up these shirts writing people's names down sending them out getting checks in the mail like it was like, insane like i was getting checks in the mail every day i was so disorganized and then finally when i went to college my mom was like we either have to stop this because i can't like you can't do it in college i had so much to do or like I'll take it over for you, and this is going to be, like, an investment in your future, which is, like, thank God she did that because she, like, took it to a whole new level. And then it just grew, and now it is what it is today. But I literally used to sit on the floor cutting up shirts, hand-sewing them. They were horrible quality, like, and thank God it grew and grew and grew, and it's better now. It's amazing now, but... It, it seems it seems like the like your goal from when you started this it was just like kind of like a a friendly thing to do like you were just oh, like yeah. yeah like this is cool like I'm bored like let me show my friends this and like you know what I mean I didn't even, like it wasn't about the money it wasn't about anything it was literally just like this is so fun I love it but then when I'm doing it for strangers I'm like okay maybe maybe yeah. I'll charge them ten bucks or whatever I used to literally be like whatever you guys want to send me I'll I'll, I'll do and whatever you want to give me I'll take but 
obviously now it's evolved, but no, it was totally just for fun. And it, and it still is so fun, honestly. It's like, I look forward to it all the time. And to answer your question, did I ever think it was getting out this big? I, no idea. Like, I had no idea what I was getting into. I know so. When, uh, when Tailgate Tease uh, by Gabby first got up and running, how did you promote your inventory? Because social media wasn't, wasn't as big back then as it is now. It, it sounds insane, but I didn't promote, like, I didn't need to, and I couldn't, honestly. There were some points in time where I was thinking, like, I should promote. This would be great. But then I was like, I can't even handle anything more than I'm getting. So it was just me in the beginning. And we're still even at that point. Like we don't, we still don't really do too much marketing. We do some giveaways, but that's more for like thanking our followers, I guess. We really don't promote because yeah. it's just where the size that we are right now, it's like we're getting an ama- amazing amount of orders. But if we get any more, like we, we would need to expand it. I don't think right now is the time to do that. You got to go on Shark Tank and uh, ask for a shark to come in and give you some I know. more space. I know. That would, that would be like the dream. <laughs> Well, you also mentioned, Gabby, that you like posted the original things you made on Instagram, but obviously this is back in what, 2015, 14? Like Instagram wasn't what it is now. So I mean, like how have you kind of grown the like Instagram over the five years? So I mean, naturally, like Instagram picked up, which is, which worked in my favor. Like Mm -hmm. I have a ton of followers now, which is great. Well, first of all, I have an amazing friend, Jess, who helps me run all the social accounts and like, She's amazing at this stuff. She's super good with technology. She's great with, like, knowing the best customer service. Like, I don't know the word. Like, she's she great. She knows what people want. Yeah. Like, she's like, we should do a giveaway. Like, let's do cool stories. I'm always have fun stories. And it's always, she's amazing at that. So I have to give her a lot of credit for that. She's one of my best friends growing up. She just, like, was always so supportive. And I was like, work with me. Like, do this with me. Because, to be honest, I'm not amazing at social media. Like, it's not my thing. That's pretty much it. It's really just Instagram. We have a Facebook. I can't even say that it gets so much buzz, but we just have it. A lot of the moms use that. Yeah. You gotta get on Twitter. I know. My brother's I'll like tweet you all the time. I know. My brother's on Twitter. Twitter because of sports and everything. He always tells me to get on, but I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you strictly online sales as of right now? Right now, yes. We used to do trunk shows, um, mostly stores in New York, like Mixology. Have you guys heard of them? I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And it was, like, such a great thing. They were so nice to have us. And we loved going and meeting people. That was, like, super fun. But it's just difficult because we are so custom. Like, the small percentage that we're going to bring the shirt that you want with the school that you want, with the style that you want, with the size that you want, is so rare that we'd end up just ending up taking orders at these shows. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So it online really is the best for us because we don't like to have too much inventory, even though we do right now. We don't like to have so much because it's so custom. So um, regarding like just growing and scaling, you don't see yourself kind of going like to, to big box retailers and being in stores. Like that would be amazing. It's obviously the goal. But with where we are right now, unless someone like took us on or like invested in us or gave us factories like we can't but like that is 100 percent the goal and that would yeah. be amazing. so i know you mentioned that your mom took over the company and also you mentioned that you traveled to a bunch of schools when you were in high school like as far as visiting and stuff so what made you decide to go to the university of florida and how did you balance going to college and trying to run a company i know your mom helped out but i'm yeah. sure yeah yeah um so i chose us because 
So I always wanted like a big fun school, obviously, but I didn't know like really what level fun and whatever I wanted. <laughs> I first was leaning towards Vanderbilt. I was like really, really into Vanderbilt, loved wow. it. But my older brother went to U.S., and so I had, like, amazing memories there. I visited him, like, three times there. And I was always, like, really loved it, but in my mind, like, oh, Vandy, Vandy. And then I was, like, freaking out. Like, I feel like most girls are. I don't know about guys, but all my friends, at the end, they're, like, freaking out, trying to make a decision. And I was freaking to my mom, and she's like, would it make you feel better if we, like, visited back-to-back, like, both schools? I was like, yeah, that would. And I just visited both, and... Vanderbilt's amazing, like, I love it, but there's just something about U.S. that I was like, I can't not go here. It's just like, I loved it. I love the warm weather. I love, like, the southern culture a little bit. It was just amazing. The game yeah. <laughs> I've been going here for seven weeks, and it's been great so far. Yeah. <laughs> the best of it. Yeah, no, yeah, I've, been to, I've been to one one party. That's about it. <laughs> you get to go to one? That's I fun. went to, to one darty, as you guys call it, and then the world shut down. I was going to say. That's crazy. The first darty I saw you at last, that was unbelievable. And then <laughs> fucking World War Seven happened, and now we're all <laughs> yeah. So, so talking about more about your company, what do you think's been the biggest surprise so far, and what do you think's been the biggest challenge? Um. Okay. I guess the biggest surprise, like, is just okay. When I would do these shows, especially, and this happened a few other times. I'm not trying to like come off like any kind of way. Oh no, Sorry. please. I would do these shows, and it was. So, like, great meeting all these girls that would come and get the stuff. And, like, the biggest surprise to me is just seeing, like, people recognize me and say, like, oh, my God, you're Gabby. Like, you're from by Gabby. Like, it was – it's just such, like, a good feeling. And not because, like, I like being, like, people knowing about me. It's just I love how many people I've reached that aren't in my immediate circle. Like, in my mind, even though I watch the orders come in and I, I don't know these names or whatever, in my mind it's like, oh, friends of friends of friends. Like, no, like, random people know about it, and I think that is just, like, so cool and so exciting. So that was very surprising to me because especially, like, being in this Jewish community, it's like, oh, Jewish yeah. geography. Like, oh, I know a girl, my camp friend's friend, sister, who makes college clothes, and, like, that's how they found me maybe. But, like, meeting people randomly in my clothes is just, like, insane. I think that's the coolest feeling that we have, like, no connection. <laughs> um, and then the biggest challenge, I guess just, like, the balance of um, developing but not like overdeveloping because like I have so many ideas. Everyone sends me ideas all the time. Like gr- like all my friends are like, oh, make this, like do this. And it's like I do want to grow so much, but like I guess with the size of the business that I am right now, it's so hard. Like we don't really have to make some big movements to yeah. grow, and we are doing well right now. So it's like I don't want to over. I don't want to give myself too much. But I also don't want to, like, hinder my growth. So that is a challenge with, like, small businesses, I'd say. All, every small business probably feels that way. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Have you ever considered stopping? Honestly, no. It's definitely gotten hard sometimes, especially like, when I went to college. But right now, I, I, like, there's no reason to stop. Like, I'm loving it and we're making money and it's amazing. But unless something changes, no, I'd love to keep it, like, forever. Even Yeah. Even just as a little side thing, like I have a full-time job, but just mm-hmm. so fun. You got to give us some locker room gear that we can rock when we do our Oh, interviews. for sure. I can make you guys shirt. That'd be sick. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a nice crop top. <laughs> oh, a crop top, yes, for you. I'm no joke. If you if you, if you uh, made us one, I would wear it every every single podcast. Oh, I 100% mm-hmm. can make you guys. Every single podcast. You that's that that after. <laughs> yeah, we, we would love, we would love, love it for sure. It. Yeah, we'll just Crop top. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 
I, uh, I know you studied abroad in Tel Aviv for about five months. Can you tell us what that experience was like? Yeah, so that was, like, amazing. The best experience ever. I feel like everyone that goes abroad does think that, and it's so true, but there's just something about Israel, obviously, that, like, it just feels like home, even though you're not home, but, like, you know, the people are just amazing there. Like, everyone's so nice. Everyone's so fun. And, like, it's just such a good vibe. I don't know how to describe it. Like, you're walking in the streets of Tel Aviv, and, like, at night, everyone's still drinking, eating. Like, it's just so, like, lively there is, I guess, how I feel. It's funny you say that. Actually, Jared Fried, who came on, he said the worst part about, like, going to Israel <laughs> or studying abroad is that when you come back, you sound like all those people that went there, and they're like, oh, tomatoes, the onions, and all this. Yeah, I literally heard that episode, and I was like, I'm going to sound like that, but I don't <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So what was what would you say is the thing you missed the most about being in Israel? Like, it sounds so dumb, <laughs> but, like, the vibe is just, like, amazing. Because I love the city. I love New York City. But it just feels like it's so, like, happy there. I don't know how to describe it. Everyone's so ha- happy and nice. And, like, people just are nicer there. And it's just fun. And I feel yeah. like a lot of Americans go, they're like, oh, like, so creepy. Like, no, it's not creepy. Like, everyone's just so genuinely nice. Mm-hmm. Kind I'm of sure you missed the, the famous Uber driver there. What's his name? Hanan. Hanan. I miss him so much. <laughs> every <laughs> girl on their staff story that goes abroad. I still get DMs every day, so I don't miss mm. him that much. Like, we're in time. <laughs> That's awesome. So what, what would you say was your favorite part about Tel Aviv, and how much fun is Perm? Can you describe that? Perm is, like, unreal. We skipped a broadfest for Purim, and that was, like, a big discussion with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, broadfest, Purim, which one? And I'm so happy we did Purim because it's just once in a lifetime. So funny because, like, we didn't even realize how big of a deal it was until it was happening. Like, we're like, oh, let's go get costumes. Because, like, if anyone doesn't know, they dress up for, like, five days in a row mm-hmm. all day. Like, all day events and everything. So we went to the mall, like, maybe a few, like, a week before it started. And we were like, let's go get um costumes there was literally and i'm not kidding a bouncer in front of the costume store letting with a rope letting people in one by one like they do not mess around like the costumes there that's like if you don't have a costume then like what are you you know yeah that's like that's the cool thing to do mm-hmm. so gabby so gabby be honest were you up in israel promoting the buy gabby brand were you just walking around giving it out to all your friends just telling no. all the all <laughs> <laughs> no but i definitely was like Whenever I can, I do give my friends stuff. I'm like, take yeah. it to me and send it. Like that is. Yeah, awesome. I would too. I would too. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, do you aspire to open up your own store one day? One day, that would be amazing. Or even just like, we're like creating like a line. Like a store is amazing, but I guess it's my kind of stuff. And even the way that like the world is going, like I don't know how the future of like stores could be, but like just having like a big brand is so cool to me and. I can see more of a place online for my company specifically because, like I said, it's so custom. And I think that's what people love about it. Like, you don't go into a store and you don't pick out one of the million things. Like, you're making your own thing. So, ideally, something like that, yeah. I don't know if a store is the right avenue, but, like, a bigger website or, like, something, yeah. I mean, there's been a a huge push for just e-commerce in general with everything going on. Exactly. But Gabby, hypothetically speaking, if you were to open up a store, what's like the one location that you'd want to open up at anywhere in the world? Hmm. NYC, downtown. 
Yeah. Soho? Like, Soho in a way, but yes, but it's not like, like, yeah, you would think, but it's not totally mm-hmm. our target, like, market. I, I'm thinking more like Miami or something because, first of all, the weather. The weather. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's wearing these little crop tops. Yeah. Everyone's wearing the stuff at the beach anyway. And they have a college right there that a ton of people went to. They went to grad school there. They went to law school there. I could see that as being a good place. Obviously, New York. I love New York. But it's not so school-spirited, I find, in this mm-hmm. because I don't see so many people repping NYU as hard as, like, Miami, University of Miami or whatever. But, yeah, yeah definitely the big cities for sure. I think you should post up just on every beach throughout Florida. Just get one over by UF, one over by Miami, maybe Florida Gulf Coast. Just tour the whole fucking. I completely agree. UF honestly is one of my biggest schools that I sell. I don't know if it's because I went there or because the weather, but something about UF. They love the clothes. I love it. So Gabby, it's 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 time for another installment of the Matzo Ball Minute Questions. So I'm gonna ask. (laughs) She's like, oh fuck, here we go. Johnny Morphy. Um, I'm still nervous. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to ask a couple brief questions. Um, feel free to elaborate on them. Um, we love when our guests do. So we're going to start you off with an easy one. Shawarma or falafel? Falafel. And any go-to, any go-to falafel places or what? There's an amazing place, and I wish I had knew you were going to ask me because I would say it, but I forget what it's called. But I can I can follow up. <laughs> and you can send it right, that's fine. That's fine. Amazing. Okay, so diner or delicatessen? I like a diner. So I like a diner. diner to get like a million different things. Any go-to diners you got? No, but I have a go-to deli that I do love. <laughs> <laughs> Sarge's is the best. It's on, I think it's on 30, not 36 and um, third maybe. Oh my God, it's the best. I love it. All right. This is going to be a big one. Um, Pats or Geno's? Pats, no question. Geno's is wow. fake and bad. <laughs> well, Alessandro's, I think, is. I the was going to say, what about Alessandro's? Alessandro's is the best. My family is it. Hundred percent. So oh, fuck Pat's, fuck Gino's, like that's the place to be. Like I love Pat's because like I love it, but but Alessandro's is like above it all. I went to all right. school in Pennsylvania. We made a couple but, trips down to. Uh, where did you go to school? Lehigh. Okay, yeah. Long trip. Small world, Jewish community, absolutely love it. Next up. Margate or the Hamptons? Margate. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Margate. She has a house there, but I thought, I don't know. No, not anymore. But Oh, really? Yes, but you can't you can't ask someone from Philly Margate or the Hamptons because it's just never going to be the answer that you want. But I thought you, like, kind of grew out of it a little bit. I mean, I, I met you in the Hamptons, so I thought maybe you'd be more of a Hamptons girl now. I mean, like, I obviously love the Hamptons. I had the best time there with my friends, but Margate's just, like, you walk everywhere. You, it's just so different. You can't. You almost can't even compare them. But I, I think Margie, it, it's just different. I don't know. You don't no, I'm from, I'm from, I'm, I'm from Coral Springs, so I mean, I know. I yeah. Know, yeah. Okay. Uh, Florida. What born does Coral Springs have to do with Margate? Oh, the, oh, it's a different Margate. Yeah. There's Margate in Florida. Yeah, Mar- no, Margate's in like it's like the the Philly Shore. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking, I didn't I know it was like, but I'm like, I'll go along with it. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like, oh yeah, Margate, Florida, yeah, yeah, fuck me. <laughs> All right, Shalvata or Common Ground? Shalvata. Really? Laz, you want to comment on that? You got you, I mean, you you've been there. You guys have been there. I haven't. Well, I actually, I wasn't allowed to go to Shabbata on my birthright trip, but I'm sure... You can't even comment, like... Well, no, 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 but, like, Common Ground's, like, the place to be for everyone who's, like, 22 living in the city. I mean, you're right. I'm not, I'm not pushing down Common Ground, because I love it, too. Mm -hmm. But, like, 
something about Solanos. Just like you go in, it's a black hole, and like you leave, and you're like, that was the best night of my life. <laughs> Silvato was fun. I went. I, I went one time, but I'm a I'm a pub guy, not a club guy. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Quote that. That should be your app. That should be your fucking Instagram handle. I'm a pub yeah. guy. I'm a pub guy. <laughs> Very different. So, so continuing on, NYC or Philadelphia? New York. I have to say. Wow. Really? I love. You just Philly. defended. You just defended Margate over the Hamptons, but now it's New York City. We're going out here. You're you're actually absolutely right, but. Yeah, I love. I mean, I chose to live here. I didn't choose to live in Philly. Like, let that say. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now these are two two Jewish people, by the way. Kate Hudson or Natalie Portman. Oh my God, stop! That's so hard. Right? No, that's like so hard. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry, I can't. You can't? Yeah. Okay. I cannot. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> that's a good one. I love when we stump our guests. I like that. We just kind of, we're just like, all right, we're doing something right. All right, the yeah. last one, the last one, and this is for all the Florida girls out there. Uh, Tep or Phylam? Phylam, Phylam. I think I'm going to get a lot of hate, but I have to say Phylam. I used to be a Tep groupie till I die. <laughs> but I think junior, senior year, I made the conversion, and I never looked back. Okay. Very interesting. I've been hanging with some of the Tap Boys, but I, I'm very fond of them. I love the Tap Boys. It's nothing against the boys. It's more the frat. Like, they don't have a house anymore. Their tailgates are out of on frat row. It's just mm-hmm. there's a few factors that go the, into it. The tailgates aren't up to buy Gabby's standards. Absolutely not. <laughs> I do want to ask you before the last question. Um, a couple of my buddies, I don't know if you, I just want to bring up their names because you went to UF at the same time. That Matt Leslie, you ever heard of him? Yeah, absolutely. You know Matt? Of course, he's so he's the nicest person. Oh, stop it! Okay, so Matt's one of my best friends. I love that. So, Gabby, we always wrap up our interviews with one final question, so our listeners can get more of a deeper meaning to who you are as a person. So, if you can go back and talk to the 15-year-old Gabby Finkel, what kind of advice would you give her? This isn't necessarily back to me, but I would say to like any 15-year-old that is like wanting to do something and they don't know how, like just like try because. I didn't need this advice because I didn't really know what was going to happen to me, I guess, in the future. It just kind of naturally grew. But, like, I never would have looked back and thought that I would have, like, a huge company in fashion right now. So, like, if you're feeling like, I don't know what to do, I really want to make this, like, art company or I really want to become, like, a sports player and I, I don't know how, like, just try because you never know. And nobody can tell you no except yourself, I guess. So, I guess I would just say that. <laughs> Beautifully said. <laughs> Couldn't have done any better. Okay, good. I like that was a good answer, but it's actually so true. Like you talked about throughout the interview, you just posted this online. You didn't expect it to blow up, and then all of a sudden exactly. it blows up, and you're like, you're like, shit. Maybe I can, you know, make a couple bucks off of this. You know, it's it's something I love to do, but you know, maybe I can make some money off this on the side as well. So I mean, it's and absolutely great. If we the second, I have a kind of a story that. Really yeah, sure. Bad. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I since I you mentioned I studied psychology in college. Cause it really took me a long time to realize like what I really want to do. I was in college, but my mom did one of those trunk shows at mixology for me. Cause I was in college and her and her friend went and did it for me and we're selling and there's a million girls lined up buying clothes and someone walks in and my mom starts talking to me saying, this is so amazing. And my mom finally asked him like, what do you do? And he is like the CEO of Tommy Hilfiger. And that's how I even got my job today. And just like, doing these things and like making connections and like natural just connections with some people that you talk to and people that you're interested in and people that 
might find you and think you're interesting. That could just like change your life. So no matter what you do, just like you can do it. Just try and see where it takes you, I guess. You like the little, you like the little dicky of, of, uh, of fashion. Exactly. And we're both in Philly, both in yeah. camps. Like, yeah, for sure. Both are Jewish. Forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gabby. Thank you so much for joining us. That was Thanks a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. This is so fun, guys. Thanks so much, Gabby. We appreciate it. Thanks for joining. Thank you, guys. Bye. Louisville Autoplex is a proud sponsor of The Locker Room. We carry all makes and models of trucks, and if we don't have what you want in our inventory, we'll find it for you. We sell and ship our trucks all around the world. Check us out, louisvilleautoplex.com, and ask for Jeff Bob, the biggest hockey dad out there. Shalom. Such a fun interview. I'm so happy that Gabby was able to join us. I thought that was a lot of cool insight on you know her company and how she started it at such a young age. I also thought it was it was so funny when Cappy thought she was talking about Margate, Florida. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean honestly, honestly, you don't you don't know any better. I'm sure. Like, talk about it a little bit. No, I mean Margate's a solid area, solid area in Florida. So, you know, I didn't put two and two together, and I thought, hey, Margate, Florida, better than the Hamptons. Why not? But Gabby was great. Um, like you said previously, um, for her to start at such a young age, like, could you imagine, Laz, if I came up with the locker room podcast idea or you woke up and came up with the, uh, like our freshman year or like our sophomore year. And we would have start, been able to start it like this far back and like see how much it would have built from there. So, I mean, it's still pretty cool like to see, you know, somebody who's now, you know, extremely successful and hopes to still get her clothes into her own store and into retail, but just overall great interview. Maxie, what'd you think? Uh, I just thought it was cool. I thought her insight, if you like something or if you want something, don't be scared to just, try it and go. I mean, if you, if you look at her, she was passionate about what she did. She turned a passion into a hobby and then turned a hobby into a business. I thought that was really cool to hear, obviously at a very young age. So, I mean, it was, uh, that was great to have her on and talk and talk to her about it. I thought my little Dickie comparison would have gotten more love. Little <laughs> Dickie, I mean, she, she posted a picture of her, her inventory on Instagram. It got a lot of love and she took off from there. I mean, that's like essentially what little Dickie did. Posted a video, got a lot of love, took off. That's true. And I do want to hold Gabby to this. She did promise us some custom-made locker room T-shirts, which would mm-hmm. absolutely be just incredible. And I'm not going to lie. If we were to get those, I would wear on every fucking podcast. Yeah. yeah I can promote the shit out of it. I could really use another crop top shirt <laughs> when I play flag football. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely going to reach out to her about that. Like, we're super serious about it, but... No, you basically said it all, Johnny. Um, such a great interview. Definitely go follow her clothing line account by Gabby underscore. That's by Gabby underscore. Um, some of her stuff on there is absolutely incredible. You any college, you name it, Ferris State, Mercyhurst, Robert Morris, they'll <laughs> cust- they'll customize it and uh, get it out to you. Also follow her website by Gabby.org. Thanking her again. Absolutely great interview, Johnny. Yeah, that's, that's about everything for this episode. I do want to add on top of that with it being College Decision Day. I hope all of you listening got into your dream schools. And if you're already done with college, I hope you get to reminisce on your fun college days. We all know how much fun that is to talk about. Thank you guys for listening and shalom. Mazel tov. Ain't no interrupting this eruption. We'll, we'll.